Hey everybody, this is Mac Black Show coming at you with another banger. I hope all of my royals are okay, being safe, living life to the fullest during these rough times with COVID and all of that going on. That's all I can say. Today's topic is, I don't think it's controversial, but I know a lot of people is going to disagree with what I'm saying. So I'm just going to go ahead and put it down the way I want to put it down. Why is it some guys think that another person's identity has anything to do with them? Now, I guess I have to go further because I can't come up with the right words to exactly explain what I'm talking about unless I have to explain it more in detail. What I mean by this is, damn, man, there's police everywhere over here, Joe. I don't know what's going on. It's Friday. Oh, shit, bro. I don't know if they pulling people over. Man, what I'm about to do, I'm about to take another route home. I mean, I got all my <laughs> insurance cards and, you know, the normal stuff, but still. I ain't trying to, you know, fuck, fuck around with no police tonight. I'm trying to get home. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, Let's say the woman that you met, she identifies as a lesbian. Or she identifies as queer or bisexual. Why is it it is so hard for some trans man to be like, well, I don't want you to identify as anything else but straight. We're a straight couple, then automatically you got to be straight. Come on. I could understand it a little bit more if she's dating a trans man and she want to say that she's a, a, a lesbian. Okay. I get that. But I can't understand the other point where People be mad because a person identifies something different. It's like they feel like whatever they partner identify as is going to look bad on them or it's going to invalidate them. To me, I don't care what anybody else says about me, what they think about me. At the end of the day, I'm a man. I don't give a fuck who I'm dating. That don't change. Nobody can in, invalidate me. If somebody misgenders me, oh well, that doesn't invalidate me who I am. I know sometimes, you know, when you get misgendered, it can be hurtful. But at, at the other times, it's like, why should you give a fuck what other people think of you? 
Because truth be told, it don't matter what you do in life. Somebody going to find something about you that they don't like and they going to talk about. You're going to get gossip about anyway. Don't, it don't matter what it is. Somebody going to say something. Oh, well, that's life. Keep it moving. I know a lot of people was like very self-conscious about stuff. To be like, well, I'm too fat, so I don't want to take off my clothes in the in the pool. No, I want to wear my shirt all the time. Or, you know, they might not have enough facial hair or they don't think they pass. A lot of that, it don't mean nothing. Because at the end of the day, you missing out on life. Because you so self-conscious and so insecure about everything in your life, that means you ain't gonna be able to move throughout life. And that's a sad existence. Believe me, I've been there. I wasted a lot of years. So I don't sit up and cry about the fact that I don't have bottom surgery. I'm gonna keep it moving live my life to the fullest, give me the best prosthetic packer you could ever find, the most realistic, live my life genuinely, because I'm at a point where I think dysphoria took a lot of my life, because, you know, I wish I would have did it in my 20s when I found out I was trans in the beginning, but there was no way I could do it because, you know, Insurance wasn't paying for it. It cost too much. It just wasn't no way. So when God made a way, that's the way that I had to do it. At that at that time, I might have had to wait until I was 30 in order to transition. You know? But at least I did it. Because I know some people out here... They probably living in their 50s, 60s, 70s. And they wish they would have did this shit. Some people probably laying on their deathbed thinking about it. I wish I would have transitioned. I wish I wouldn't have had people talk me out of living my life to the fullest. And y'all know I'm, 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 I'm uh, being real. And then there's some people out here that have fully transitioned. And they still not happy. They still just for it. So what do you do about that? How do you unpack that? How do you let it go? And stop dealing with dysphoria all the time? What I think is, it's a mental process. And a lot of people, they focus more on the physical, the physical process of medically transitioning, trying to look as cis as possible. And then when they get to that point, they still not happy. Then y'all be wondering like why some some of these guys be trans uh I mean not trans but suicidal. There's a lot of uh high uh incidences of trans people that fully transition and they killing themselves. And I think the reason for that is because they realize what I've already realized. We will never be cis. It don't matter what you do. 
no matter how many hormones you take, no matter how many surgeries you have, that ain't gonna fix it. So it just comes with a lot of acceptance, taking it day by day, trying to get your life in order to the point where it's not gonna bother you. Cause what type of life is being locked up in the in the uh in your apartment building every I mean your apartment every single day being depressed don't want to do nothing just because of the simple fact because you ain't sis and look how much of that life you didn't waste doing that that's a waste of life man a waste of life That's the way I see it. I don't know what y'all see, but that's the way I feel about the whole situation. And the reason why I can talk about this is because I've been through it my damn self. And I know there's some people out here, well, they thinking to themselves, well, you don't know what it is to have all the dysphoria. Maybe your dysphoria ain't, ain't as bad as mine and this and that and the next. Let me tell you something. My dysphoria couldn't get no worse than nobody else's. It, it didn't. It didn't get no. It didn't. It was work. It was bad. It was really bad. It was so bad to the point where I was willing to do almost any anything to able to be able to alleviate alleviate my dysphoria. That's how horrible it was. I remember it was a couple things that I said I would never do. I said I would never sell my soul and I would never sell my ass. And I would never scam nobody in order to get in order to get surgery. Because I know a lot of people. I know more than one person that have scammed people just to be able to be where they are and the funny thing about it is now they are shut in they didn't had all these surgeries they didn't had three bottom surgeries they had meta they had you know they had the meta then they had to redo their bottom surgery and then you know they had to redo it again so they had three bottom surgeries and they still to this day think they don't pass and you know why? That's guilt. I think that's guilt. But I done went way off top topic again. I was I was gonna make this a whole different type of uh, podcast. But you know, something just came to me that I felt like somebody needed to hear that. Somebody need to hear that they need to stop living the way that they live. Life is way too short. So 
if you that guy that got all that dysphoria and you worrying about stepping to a female and you scared, you, um, you know, she ain't gonna like you because you trans, you missing out on life. You need to go and talk to that girl. Tell that girl you like her. You gonna take her out. Have a conversation with her and see where it go. Why not? And then with all the confidence that you can muster, tell her that you a trans man. And if she don't like it, fuck her. Moving on to the next. About that. At least you tried, right? That's what I say. There's too many guys out here acting too scary. Scared of a woman's reaction, scared of rejection. Like it's gonna be the end of the world if she say I don't want to date you because you're trans. What you gonna do? You gonna sit up and cry about it? I thought you was a grown ass man. Ain't that what you transition to be, man? I'm just asking. I'm wondering. I'm just sitting here marinating on. Why we do this to ourselves? Like, like we don't understand life is too short. But we still fall into this dysphoria, this pit of dysphoria that will hit you when you least expect it. It's okay to wallow in your sorrows for a little while, but don't let that shit engulf you. Don't let that shit take years and years off your life. You gotta mentally work on yourself. You gotta accept that you're trans. A lot of people, that's a that's one of the problems. They call it um, internalized transphobia. They hate that they're trans. They don't want to be trans. They do everything in their power to be as cis as possible. Even if that means that they cannot come out to other people they don't want to talk about it. Hey, I've been there. I ain't never been really in, uh, internal transphobic, but I definitely been in that place where I ain't want to talk about being trans. See, transition to me is this. You trying to be trying to fix your dysphoria as much as you possibly can. 
but at the same time, you can't run away from yourself. You have to be able to be able to accept that you're a trans man. Don't mean that you have to identify as a trans man. You know, not necessarily. But you have to accept the way things are. And that's that's a hard thing to do. Sometimes you can trick your mind into certain things like when I think about my bottom parts, I be completely forgetting what I got. Like I was just at the gym just now undressing. Completely forgot that I ain't got nothing down there. So if somebody would have came in that locker room when I wasn't, you know, against that damn wall just now, they would have seen my ass. They would have busted my ass right there. And I would have been out like a mug. That's the way my dysphoria is set up. Like, it's like uh, out of sight, out of mind. Basically. So when I see people posting shit about being pregnant. And they're using their female parts like they're. A V word for sex, that shit triggers the fuck out of me. And people don't understand. They be like, well, people live their own life and this and that. And I'm thinking to myself, how in the fuck can you use your female parts when you say that you feel like you a man? I it just I can't wrap my, my mind around it. Maybe somebody need to explain it to me. Because I don't see how you can do something like that. The only part I use down there is the growth that I got that looks like a penis. Other than that, I pee down there and, <laughs> and that's it. Like, I can't even understand like the level of dysphoria that I would have even thinking about carrying a child. And, and people doing this shit and still claiming to be trans. And my friends be like, man, you know, they just transgender. The people that want to carry kids and stuff, they not like you. They not true transsexuals like you. You got to understand that this a... Uh, umbrella community of transgender people and some of these people that call themselves trans men ain't really trans men and it's I don't know because I'm in groups and shit man and every time like I be in these groups and sometimes it feel like these days these groups are more like women it feels so feminine up in these groups man they over here talking about hysterectomies and gyno appointments and what else all female shit it's, it's just like being in an all female group with some of these uh these trans man uh, groups now now I can understand if, if you got like a hysterectomy group and you sit up you uh trying to figure out uh what uh hysterectomy you, you, you need to have for for surgery. But some people, they be going too far in this shit, man. I don't be wanting to hear it. 
one motherfucker was in the group talking about ovulation and shit. When is the best time to ovulate? Nigga. <laughs> Bitch, go, go on the, uh, the pregnancy group. Don't no man want to sit up and talk about that bullshit. We don't want to see that bullshit. We don't want to hear about periods and, and ovulation and pregnancies. Or if you need to get off of testosterone in order to have kids. The fuck? Y'all need to go in and make y'all some FTM pregnancy groups or something. I don't know what needs to happen. All I know is I got my own little small ass group of people that I know that's true transsexuals. And it's very hard to get in that group. It's like putting a needle in the haystack, man. Only true transsexual men is in that group. And it's so hard to find guys like me. But truth be told, real true transsexualism is very rare. And I believe 99% of the people in the community right now, no lie, are not truly trans. And people be like, what does that mean? You trying to call me fake? No. I'm just calling you not truly transsexual. End of story. Hey, I'm not trying to invalidate anybody. But when you you telling me certain things and it don't match up the way I match up. And people be like, well, some people have different type of dysphoria just because you got bottom dysphoria, top dysphoria, and social dysphoria, and this that type of dysphoria don't mean every trans man got to be like that. Then why in the hell did you transition? I remember a long time ago. It was right before I had my top surgery. So that was about six years ago, seven years ago, something like that. And I was in this FTM top surgery group. And I was looking for another surgeon in San Francisco. And I proceeded to ask a question about, you know, who else I could go to because what if I, you know, couldn't get to see Dr. Satterwhite? So I want to, you know, have some options. So I put up a post and I started scrolling and I noticed that somebody started talking about how they had their top surgery and they still with this fork because of the scars that they had on their, on their chest. And what could they do about it? And I told you know, you could get it tattooed and, you know, make it look a little better. So one trans man, quote unquote, comes up on the group and he's like, you know, some trans men are never happy. It don't, it don't matter what they do. They will always have something. It's always going to be something, ain't it? And I'm getting tired of y'all complaining about this, that, and the next. So I'm looking at this, this mother. I'm like, the fuck? So I proceeded to look at this person's profile 
and I noticed it looked like this person had not transitioned yet. So I'm thinking to myself, okay, this person has a female name. Why in the hell is this person in the group? So I started talking to this person and I found out that he, quote unquote, has no dysphoria whatsoever. But he's in the group to have top surgery. And that's when I started noticing some crazy shit. Like some people don't have dysphoria and they having surgeries. And then when we sit up here and, and have a, a, a good conversation about what it feels like to be a true transsexual, what our triggers and stuff is, our top, you know, our surgery scars, our incision scars that we hate. We got people in groups now just don't understand us whatsoever because we go through a whole different set of circumstances. And it's so funny to me now because back in the day, all of us understood each other. Both of us, was, all of us was like, okay, yeah, we understand dysphoria and the scars and all that shit is, is, is bad, yeah. But these days, the majority of the people nowadays in these groups are more like the person that just identifies as trans and don't have dysphoria. So they, they the type of people they be in these groups talking about some damn feminine products. They be in here talking about pregnancies. They be in here talking about vaginal sex and shit. I'm like, where the real men group at? Like, I'm looking, I'm scrolling, I'm like, all of these questions are very female orientated. Like, is y'all trolling? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just a bunch of bots have taken over Facebook trans uh, part of the of the Facebook and just doing the most. Maybe that's what it is. Because I just, just can't believe all of these slew of people have come into the community and they not even fucking truly transsexual. Transgenders, the Autobots and the Decepticons, man. That's what the fuck this shit is, man. That's all I gotta say. I've been going on motherfucking rant for a while. See, sometimes I have to let this shit out. Since I'm uh, stealth, I don't get to talk to people about this certain stuff, so. It's so nice to be on Anchor and different listening arenas on Facebook even. Shit, sometimes I can talk to people on Facebook and we can be a, a like-minded. We talk about certain stuff. We see in the community that's some bullshit. That's why I'm trying to get more people in the, uh, the fraternity true man group. I only got like 25 people, I believe, in there. It might be 26. I don't even remember right now. But it's hard to get in that group. Very hard. I want to make a group 
that's not even being uh, related to even being trans. Just a bunch of guys just talking and having conversations about different shit. You know, don't even bring up that trans shit. That's what I want to do for uh, Fraternity True Men. That's the plan. But I be so busy with my Queens for Kings group. I be I be spending a lot of time on that shit. I, I like Queens for Kings group. But, um, most of the guys that's in the fraternity true men, most of those guys are professionals. They transition already, so they ain't hating on nobody. They living their life to the fullest. You know? They didn't already got there in life. Just about the majority. Just like maybe a couple that, you know, haven't transitioned, but they still a true transsexual. Just like my friend from Africa. Man, me and him see eye to eye on everything. It's just unbelievable. He's like my brother from from another mother. The motherland. <laughs> See, we've been friends on Facebook since since after my surgery. So I want to say since 2017, I found him. And I noticed he was in this group. And all these people was going after him because he was spitting some real shit. Just like the, the shit I be talking about, what I hate about the community. And I noticed that he get kicked out of a lot of groups, just like I do. Because they don't want to hear the truth. Unless they call me truth scum. I don't give a fuck what you call me, man. See, I, I ain't like having a garage. I'm not trying to be in the middle shit I, man I feel sorry for that kid I really do just because he spoke the truth people got mad at him it took him off uh, social media see the thing with me is I'm gonna always regenerate and I got plans on doing a YouTube, but my YouTube ain't gonna be nothing like talking about this old fake ass trans people that's out here. I'm not even gonna waste my time on that shit. It's gonna be more on relationships between trans men and uh, women, dating, relationships, we're gonna have Maybe some guest people can be on there. Some ladies on there. Uh, we can have interviews. and see, She can talk about why she like trans men. It's, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. It's going to be real nice. And then I'm going to also have some reviews on... Um,
reviews on uh, prosthetics. I, I'm thinking about uh, having my first video being about a prosthetic, but I haven't really did it yet because my um, prosthetic haven't come in yet. I want to be able to unbox it, tell people my first thoughts about it, and then secondly, you know, try it on, see if, if it's a good prosthetic. And this is what where, where I uh, got the prosthetic is. I'm not going to give it out right now. I'm going to keep it a secret. But somebody told me that they might be a scam. So I'm hoping I get the... Uh, the prosthetic. If I don't, I'm gonna air their ass out. I'm gonna wait a month. I'm gonna wait a whole month. If I don't get that shit, everybody gonna know who they are. Straight up. And I talked about it actually, I think I, I talked about it on the last podcast. So some people already know what it is. It looked real nice. At least to me it does. And it was really cheap. That's what I really like about it. But like I said on the other podcast, I'm going to be doing a series. I'm going to be doing a series. And then after the series... Somebody's gonna win um, something that I got. I never used it. It's called a um, a bean fetish uh, piece. Let's just let's just call it a piece. I like that word. way you win it is you got to listen to all four episodes or maybe I should ask the person a question about something about something that I said on on uh, anchor and if they can answer the questions to it they the one get the pack well it's not really a packer it's a piece that's what I'm just gonna call it but It's kind of like medium color. So a person of Caucasian uh, descent could wear it or a person that's kind of like medium color could wear it. Somebody that's really, really dark skin, I might have to get something else for them. If if, if a really dark, dark, really dark skin person win it, I'll just buy a brand new one for them. I've been wanting to get rid of this thing for a while because I just don't when I got it I thought it was cool but you know it's a deal though like what can I do with it there's nothing I can do with it but it looks nice it looks real it's silicone I can't pack with it unfortunately I wish I could it's about, I want to say it's about six inches, maybe. Looks very real. 
gonna go ahead and tell y'all what it is though. It's a uh, a bean fetish dildo, and I paid only forty bucks for it. So that's gonna be part of the giveaway. It's still in the silk bag, never been used, real nice. So whoever wins it, you don't have to pay nothing. I'll, I'll just do the shipping and handling. I ain't even worried about that. So, I'm going to go ahead and click off this. It's Friday. I'm, I'm about to have a, a little good time right now. I'll hit y'all back. Peace.